Hi, everyone. You're listening to Transported, real industry news, real industry innovation. I'm your host, Nisha Patel, and we're here to talk about all things entrepreneurship, supply chain, logistics, and technology. Today, we'll be focusing on all things tech, specifically logistics technology solutions. We'll talk about their service offerings, why customers choose LTS, and more. Joining me in the studio are Logisticus founders, Bikash Patel, Will Steven, and Robert Sweatman, who also runs Logisticus Technology Solutions. What's going on, guys? Morning. Morning. So let's talk about a little bit about um, Robert. I want you to introduce yourself to our audience. Tell us a little bit about your background. Sure. So my name is Robert Sweatman. I uh, grew up rural South Carolina, down in Orangeburg, South Carolina, and uh, went to Clemson. Um, really got got a chance to get my first education there. I uh, got my second education when I joined GE um, right after right after graduating with a computer science degree. Um, you know, I, I feel like I learned a lot on the business side of things once I got into GE and really started to to kind of develop what I was going to do as a career. Um, you know, and since then I met met all these guys um, while I was working at GE, and that's really what what led us to this point. Great. Now, how long have you guys worked together, three of you? I'd say probably going back to 2008, maybe. I'd say maybe even a little sooner. I think mean, you started, Robert, around the same, same month. Yep. Yep. Right. So a long time. About 18 way. years. Long time. Yeah. All right. So talk to us a little bit about how the idea of LTS started. Well, you know, Vakash and Will approached me when they were getting a logistics projects group off the ground they had a uh, they had a need for collecting data in the field and they needed a system to to kind of facilitate all of that and so I worked with them to kind of help them find companies that would be able to fulfill that need uh, through that search we found that there were there were a lot of options that were out there and a lot of great companies that are out there but none of them were doing exactly what they needed in terms of fulfilling the need from the data collection in the field, getting that to summarize in a report and get that visibility to their customers. And so that's when I approached them with the idea that, hey, why don't, why don't you let me build this for you um, and, and get it started based on that. And that's, that's where we started back in 2013. Yeah, we, uh, we had Robert come in and really help us out, try to define exactly what we needed. And I remember going out to several companies, tech companies here and providing the RFQ, the opportunity for the, to bid our system and what we needed. And I remember the pricing coming in between like 50000 and 500000 And we're sitting there talking to Robert, and we're like, you feel comfortable about any of these guys? And he's like, not really. And we felt like we were pretty much at a at an end point. And then I think Robert's like, I, th- I think I could build a system without an issue. And we're like, well, man, we went through a pretty long process to come to this solution, but we like the solution a lot better. And so... I remember that's uh, the beginning days of LTS where it kind of actually came to fruition. Yeah, and I think that one of the key parts of that is, you know, we did get those bids, but everybody we were talking to still wasn't answering the exact question that we were asking. It wasn't quite fitting the need and come to find out over the years, that's been the case with a lot of our customers and it really has kind of supported the niche that we're, that we're in. Mm-hmm. So how did your customers, I guess... Um you know, were they happy that you guys came up with this other solution for them? I guess talk to me a little bit about how you integrated to you. Yeah, I think it's, um, you know, it's not necessarily technology that sells. 
I think it's what the technology does, right? So talking to the customers, you know, it might be cool to show them the latest thing or trick that you're working on. But the, at the end of the day, these guys are running multi-million dollar projects. And <clears throat> if there's something that we can do to help them get more efficient, save some money anywhere in that process, that really is what they need. So whether that's one of our warehouse management systems or our asset tracking, that's the value that the customers really see. So talk to me a little bit about, um, you know, your service offerings. So we did, you just mentioned asset tracking. Uh, talk to me a little bit about what those service offerings are. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, everything we do is is built around providing visibility to our customers. And so we have the transportation management system um, that's paired with the warehouse management system. Um, and then we've also got asset tracking, whether it be once a day pings or give me a, give me an update every, every three minutes on where, where this cargo is. Right. So um, we've got a lot of hardware and a lot of software to really support that logistics industry, um, and then also kind of warehousing and inventory control as well. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, our our industry is such that you know we've made great strides over the last, let's say, ten years, but you know, transportation logistics is generally behind the the leading curve in terms of adapting and creating the technologies for um, their customers and their and their services. And I feel like one of the things that we were able to bridge with the start of LTS is getting uh, getting technology at the forefront of what our customers see from a visibility standpoint, and hence allowing our customers to to truly understand what's happening real time versus someone providing opinion or a paragraph explaining exactly what's going on. They can actually see true KPIs and metrics that allow them to know that either things are going to plan or they're off plan or we're ahead of plan. And I think that visibility to customers has done you know, two major things. One, really cut down the number of uh, communications that we're having, phone calls and emails with our customers back and forth about what's going on. And two, it kind of gives our customers comfort that, hey, they can look back and they can share internally exactly what's happening real time so they're not having to themselves provide opinion or you know a, a gut feel as to how things are going. Mm-hmm. So who is a typical customer asking for these particular technologies? You know, we're really focused on the logistics and power generation side of things. So working with uh, original equipment manufacturers, developers of the uh, of the power generation projects, uh, and working with asset owners that have the assets that are transport transporting things from, from point A to point B as well. Yeah, and I think there's also um, a market that we're discovering too, maybe in the small manufacturing sector. So folks that don't want to spend the types of money that it requires to instill like a Oracle system. Um, and also a system like that might not exactly fit what they need where we can come in with a much lower overhead and be precise about developing exactly uh, the tool that they need. I think our big difference is where others that compete with us pull off the shelf and then try to customize too. We, we basically go straight to ask them what they need and customize straight to what they need and and that way we're not wasting time and we're not adding a bunch of stuff that the customer is not really requiring. So talk to me, I guess, about the process of building a system for a, a customer. You know, you have a customer that comes to you um, and, you know, hires logistics projects group, but then, you know, is a need for some tech. What does that look like? Yeah, absolutely. So we have a we have a toll gate process that we follow that, that we, whenever we're engaging for a new process, we always have a discovery phase where we go through and make sure we understand the requirements 
we then design that out. What is it going to look like? Have some wireframes and different things like that to to then be able to test against. And then uh, we build the product. We'll demo it out and from user acceptance testing, and then we'll release it. And then the, the key is then the continuous improvement that follows up after that. So it's not just, hey, here's a system. Here's a, here's a process. Um, go go from here. It's We're going to continue to work with them to make sure that as their needs change and as they get this increased visibility, they may have different ideas. They may have different things that they want to instill in their process as well. Okay. Now, um, you know, obviously we taught, we've been talking a little bit about why it's um, why customers feel like you know, building something that's off the shelf customized is good for them. Why do you feel like producing something, making something, customizing something for a customer in this particular industry is so important? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm a very big believer that you shouldn't change your process to meet a system. You should have the system be able to facilitate your process. So I think a system is never going to fix a bad process. You've always got to get your process right before you, before you can just implement a new system. You know, I, I read a study. It was a medical study in terms of third world countries where, you know, there were some Western doctors that went over and they wanted to go help the these tribes get less, you know, the better, better uh, nutrition, right? And so they went through and said, here's our best practices from the West, come and, and do these. And, and it did great for them when they were there. They implemented them, you know, they, they started getting the crops and everything else that they needed to. But the problem was, as soon as they left, <clears throat> that fell apart. And so, you know, what they found was if they found a tribe that was really good in terms of nourishing their their inhabitants and everybody else they found let's let's take their practices put it in place and and really spread that around the country instead of trying to bring in something that's very foreign and you know it's it's a little bit relatable to the system given that it's it's not just saying hey here's here's the best way to ship socks so if you're shipping wind turbines you got to do it this way right it's it's taking a blend of what are the best practices with the practical the practical solutions to the environment that you're in. So it's not one size fits all. Absolutely not. Okay. Now, you know, you said you guys started the company in 2013. Um, You know, how is the team growing? Where, where were you in 2013 compared to 2022? (laughs) I think it was just you. (laughs) (laughs) It was, I mean, you know, it was, it was just me kind of running it. Will and Vakash helping out everywhere they, everywhere they were able to as well. Right. And, and, uh, since then, you know, we've we've got a functional side and we've got a development side. We've got very strong leaders um, that that run all of all of the different teams within the system or within the company. Um, and so, you know, those teams are continuing to grow. We're continuing to look at at the uh, the new tech that we can that we can start to deliver, ensuring things are scalable um, and, and ensuring that that quality of life is there. I think one thing that's pretty exciting about your team, Robert, is that they all have a bit of an entrepreneurial spirit in that they're building something that hasn't been built before. They're they're creating new tools that haven't been created before, and they're creating new solutions for our customers' very specific needs that, you know, they're taking from concept to actually to, to finish product and then proving out that it works. And so really been impressed with the team and how they've taken it very hands-on ownership of the of all the new software and solutions that we're actually putting out there. Yep, absolutely. I think, you know, it's it's if it was just still me, we would never succeed. And so having having that team out there is, is it would really have taken key. longer. 
<laughs> no, I, well, it's just it's too much work for one person. So I mean, I, I think we've got a, a very a very skilled and knowledgeable team um, on the on the LTS side. That's great. So you know, obviously, you've come a long way since 2013. Where do you see LTS in five years? So I mean, I think we're going to continue to grow. I think the 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 funnest thing about technology is there's always something new that's coming out, and so it's a challenge, but it's also fun. And so I think if you're not staying ahead of the curve, you're not going to uh, succeed as a company. And so if you're if you're not growing, you're you're going to do the opposite, right? And so you know, looking at the new technology, staying up with the market trends, um, and making sure that we don't get stagnant, I think is is the key in, in terms of how we continue to grow. Um, you know, we've got some some new things that that we're really investing in in terms of uh, some license plate readers that that we're kind of finding have some advantage or has have some yeah that that have some really good benefits for our projects that we have, um, as well as some of the asset tracking stuff that we're looking into today as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what's I think it's really exciting. You know, we're 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 lucky enough to be in the the energy industry, which is going to soon to be see, you know, soon to see an energy revolution. And so, you know, with the introduction of solar and wind into our, our energy portfolio in, in the U.S., we're, we're seeing that there's a lot of modules, right? You know, generally when you put down a power plant, you're looking at two major turbines, maybe three, and then all the parts that basically help you build the power plant, whereas, you know, wind and solar are fairly modular. And so, and commoditized, and so we're we're sending thousands and thousands of you know solar panels to each one of these large scale solar farms. We're sending massive amounts of pro of product to these wind farms that are all just wind part blades and, and pieces. And so as that volume grows and the need to to track, trace, and 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 record what's actually taking place as well as what's actually being planted into these farms, you know technologies. It's just going to require, you know, it's going to require more and more technology and more and more uh, system of records. Now, since have you seen, I guess, other, um, you know, we talked about how other companies are kind of similar or trying to be kind of similar um, to what you guys do. Have you seen other companies come out, I guess, um, not out of the woodwork, but have come out since you guys have started LTS at all? I would say there's, um, yeah, there's definitely, if you look at the landscape now versus when we started, it's it's definitely different. But a lot of the players are really, you know, individual tech companies necessarily. They're still not coming from a logistics space, right? So they're still trying to come up with maybe a very good solution without necessarily the understanding of the application, right, where it's where it's going. So, yeah, I think there's more people out there. But honestly, for us, that's not necessarily a bad thing because that provides opportunities for us to learn their piece of technology and incorporate into how we manage projects. So, you know, that we see that as mostly a benefit, I think. Yeah, I think definitely as we've raised the bar for what the requirements should be for these projects, we've seen competition trying to catch up. And and so it's it's staying ahead of that so they never catch up is the goal. Yeah, it, it, it's really unique because you know what we have is two standing companies, right? And technology is its own standing company. We feel like that's really important. But we have with a lot of our competitors, they're logistics and transportation companies that are trying to empower a department, their tech department, to actually build something, but not really give them a seat at the table. Um, whereas in our approach is. We're leaning on our tech company to provide the entire solution 
with only the inputs that are required and not any kind of direction as to how it should be built. And so I see a lot of our competitors trying to catch up, actually, I think, on our tech, but they're doing it through departments that, and a lot of bureaucracy that I think that slows the product down. And and at some point, you know, not everybody needs to have it say so on how something's built. You just need to make it functional, put it out there, get it to work, and then start planning for your 2.0. Would you agree, Robert? Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, you talked, you touched a little bit on that, but, you know, how has Logisticus Group leaned on LTS and the benefits, and how does it make the overall company stronger? Well, tech's a cornerstone of our company. So, you know, every project that comes in, it automatically, tech has a seat at the table to understand, all right, your piece of it is track trace or asset manage or, you know, um, record all these serial numbers into a system that then can spit us out KPIs every evening. And so bringing technology in on the front end um, while we're actually doing the project planning, I think helps us and allows our tech team, and Robert, you can speak to this, to kind of build more to suit to the project versus trying to shove us down a, pro, you know, a, pro, a, a, a product that you know we may have on the shelf but may not, may not be exactly what we need. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I think... You know, I think we've seen that as the as the projects have changed and as the scope has changed, we've had to modify the system. Um, you know, I think having that strategic partnership between the companies has been key to ensure that we can continue to to provide those services um, at, at a scale that makes the most sense. Not that we give you enough time all the time, right? <laughs> so, well, it's, <laughs> it's it's I'm sure you know. Everything rolls downhill. So. <laughs> you know, Vikash has a great saying, you know, he's always like, this is your blank canvas, you know, so <laughs> this is your chance to create something customized and something that, you know, your customer will, you know, remember, especially if it's something unique and works for them and is efficient for them. All right. Well, you heard it here, the lowdown on Logisticus Technology Solutions and how those offerings can help your project be more efficient. I'd like to thank you all for joining us today, and I would especially like to thank Robert for taking the time to to talk about this important topic. Don't forget to subscribe to Transported on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts, and be sure to follow Logisticus Group on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn.